Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of About Town. I am senior editor Morgan Phillips, and I'm here with arts and entertainment editor Blakely Freed. Hi, Blakely. Hello. So we are coming to you via Zoom with Blakely at home. I happen to be in the office, though I've been working from home as well. Our workplace is back to work remote for the most part. And you and I both had COVID uh, two weeks ago. So it's been a while since we have recorded About Town. Yeah, we were uh, we had it all planned out and then realized that, that the coughing and the the voices, it wasn't going to work. So I feel like we probably did everyone a favor by not having a quarantine version of the podcast. But no, we're happy to be back with you and happy to talk about the January issue on the tail end of January. I can't believe it's almost February. One of my art stories in January was really fun to report because I got to talk to three different artists rather than just one. And those three artists were Christiana Prado, who is showing Offering and Guarding at the TAC Gallery, Tulsa Artist Coalition Gallery, this month. Next month, Doris Levashev is showing Reflections, which will be paintings um, reflecting on how you see things socially about the planet. Um, and then on in March, Tyler Grease, who is also a TCC professor, will be showing at the Tat Gallery. So my favorite things about that, though, the whole reason why I've been nerding out for the last, you know, month or two um, about this is because I really love Tulsa Artists Coalition. Um, I like that these people are parts of our community. And, um, for example, Christiana Prado, she works with young TPS kids. Neil, we can't do that during the recording. Come here. That's Blakely's cat, Neil. He is joining us for the podcast as a special guest. Neil wanted to bring his mouser in the room. Yeah, he's adorable. And, like, not to point out, you know, that he's physically different, but he has three legs. Mm -hmm. And, like, it makes him even cuter. It does. It makes him, like, extra lovable. (laughs) Ah, yeah. He's a beautiful cat. I have to hear meowing. Yeah, I have to lift him up onto the sink to, like, give him a drink and stuff like that. He's really high maintenance, but anyway. (laughs) But Back to Christiana. (laughs) Christiana Prado is a fantastic artist, and she specializes in 3D sculpture. But one one thing that I really enjoyed talking to her about was how uh, being a part of a larger community is such an important part of being an artist, you know, And, and she just talked a lot about how there are similarities and differences between teaching the young children of Tulsa Public Schools versus some of her students at TCC who might be considering an art career, going into um, some kind of art like illustration or 3D design, or just taking an art class for an elective. Um, So she has like such a wide variety of students. And then um, students who are finishing out their art education at the University of Tulsa doing sculpture and ceramics. So, I mean, she just has her hands all over the Tulsa community and um, informing new artists uh, for the next generation. So I just really liked that. For 2022, I am really focused on trying to highlight as many local artists as I can. And so I thought, you know, showcasing each individual solo exhibiting um, artist at TAC Gallery is going to be a great way to do that. So just keep keep on the lookout for that throughout the, the rest of the year. Um, so one other exciting thing is that you can see um, Tulsa Artist Coalition members um, showcase their work at AHA. 
uh, through actually through March 30th. So I thought that that was um, ending sooner. So we have, you know, another two months to go see a variety of um, different work. So, well, um, I wanted to talk about creativity too in this episode, but it's specifically regarding one of our features in January, which was on the new Discovery Lab, which had its grand opening yesterday, Monday, uh, January 24th. And I got to go and and bring my family on Friday. Um, They were having like a members only soft opening for a week or so. And uh, we got to come out and we got to let our kids play and get a little tour um, indoors of of all of the cool um, exhibits and things. And so I just wanted to talk a little bit about that on the heels of our feature, which sort of goes into more of the process of, of how the Discovery Lab was created and how they brought it from you know, concept to they had the Owen Park uh, Discovery Lab, which was, but there was a process of, uh, of all this research that went into these architects who traveled to different children's museums in the region. Um, and they talked with those museums about kind of what's working, what's not, what do kids love, what are they not loving? Um, and so all of that informed the new Tulsa Children's Museum, which is awesome. Um, and obviously you have a little one, um, we have been to a ton of uh, kids museums around uh, in Kansas City, um, Bentonville, um, and we always wish that Tulsa had like a bigger children's museum that just had more interactive hands-on things, and now we have that, and it's so awesome, and so um, definitely check out the feature in the January issue on Discovery Lab. It kind of goes into some of the details about it. it broke ground in February 2020, and so it just opened, so I mean this has been a two-year-long process. They are still waiting for different, you know, shipping delays and things. But what was really cool about it is that, you know, at the, the old Discovery Lab in Owen Park, which was also very cool, felt like there was a ton of exhibits that were, you know, meant for older kids because there was a lot of signage, a lot of reading about like different, you know, science-based concepts, um, which was awesome. And I know I always learned a lot through those, but having little kids, you know, now, eight and under, they, they don't get as excited about that kind of stuff. They want to do the hands-on interactive exhibits. And so when you walk into the new discovery lab, there is very minimal signage and like it's wide open. Um, As a parent, you can see almost every like aspect of the room. So you don't have to like be panicked about like, where's my kid? You for the most part have like a line of sight. And so there's, you know, like the tape tunnels are huge. They like really expanded those from the Owen Park version. There's like a kid area that Dash is going to love because it's specific to, you know, younger kids, toddlers. It's got a slide. It's got these stairs with different textures on them. Um, and so I can't wait to hear what he thinks about it. But just like different physical things for kids to try out. Um, and then obviously like there's science concepts that kids are learning as they're doing the different activities. There's a really cool water wall that you can actually on a computer, you can draw a design and the water wall will actually like in water falling, do that design or words or your name or whatever it is. And so like just different elements of technology that are being incorporated. Um, that's really cool. And then something I think you would actually really like is at the back of the room, there is kind of a circular area and it is enclosed. So that's one area that's it's not wide open. I thought it was a planetarium because, you know, a lot of children's museums or science museums have a planetarium. So 
So that was my expectation walking in. You walk in and it's this, this interactive, um, like kind of virtual room and they can, you know, code it for different environments. But right now they have it. It's um, Northeastern Oklahoma wildlife. And so you hear this. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. Like you it's hear, intersecting all of my interests. I know. I know. I literally was like, Blakely would love this. You hear the wildlife sounds. There's like this like soothing music playing. And then there's like bison, there's foxes, there's squirrels and birds and stuff. And like, as you walk along the wall, if you touch the wall, like the grass moves with you, like uh-huh. it's interactive and responds to your touch and your sound. So Um, when I got the tour from Dare, who's their PR and communications manager, she said, if you're really loud, the animals will move away. And then if you like, just stand there and you're quiet, they'll come closer. And then this is, and this is super cool. In certain areas of the floor, when you walk flowers bloom. And I was like, this is amazing. I feel like I'm in a Disney film or something. Well, you've heard my thoughts on the new Tulsa Discovery Lab, but what do kids think? Here is my eight-year-old daughter, Haven. Uh, I really liked the tape tunnel there because it had a big slide. And the bullpen area, I liked it. And I actually made up jobs. Like, I, I pretended that, um, that my job was to sort the colors of the balls when they came out. And... Um, I really liked the thing. So there's like a fan there and it blows and then there's fabric and then it floats up into the air. It's so cool. And, uh, I really hope you can be there. So, um, thanks for talking with us. Bye. All right. Well, that's all we have for today's About Town. And I just wanted to remind everybody to go check out Christiana Prado's exhibit at the TAC Gallery, and Doris Levashev's will open first Friday in February. See you next time.